You are listening to Two Rare Mama Bears, a Cure CMD podcast where we discuss all things congenital muscular dystrophy and rare disease. I am Maddie Manley, a Pacific Northwest mom to an adorable son with CMD. And I am Megan Meyer, a Midwest mom to a sweet daughter with CMD. Together, we are Two Rare Mama Bears. We hope to share with you challenges, struggles, triumphs, and accolades in the congenital muscular dystrophy and rare disease community while learning and growing along the way. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. We are here, just Megan and I today. It has been a while since it was just the two of us, I think. Several episodes back. This is true. Even in uh, social distancing can't keep us apart that's right we have a little bit of extra time on our hands yeah I don't know I don't know about this extra time thing because the learning to teach the three kiddos on the computers and stuff is definitely time consuming true that my sixth grader might find out I'm not as smart as I think I am because I might not understand his math or the common core math method of teaching is going to get a little disrupted and he's going to have to figure out how to carry the one right you know there have been some fun memes going around yeah about parents that are know a whole different type of math trying to teach their kids common core math apparently i gave the sixth grader too hard of spelling words and the third grader too easy of spelling words (laughs) my theory is one practiced and one did not but we tested this morning. Somebody didn't do so good. Gotcha. So as you guys can tell, we are checking in. Uh, we're recording this mid-end of March. So most places are probably practicing social distancing in your states. And your states have probably implemented several new restrictions on being able to go out and what stores and venues are open, all of that kind of stuff. So we wanted to kind of check in with all of you, let you know what's going on with us and kind of what we're doing during this time. Yeah, and we'll probably end with some tips to help (laughs) your sanity and your family's sanity during a pandemic. Never thought we would give these tips. Uh, So one thing that I know when it all started off and everybody was like, wash your hands, wash your hands, where's the hand sanitizer? I was like... We, we know how to play this game. Like, this is life all the time for us. Where's the right. hand sanitizer? Did you wash your hands? Right. Um, and wiping down surfaces, like, at a restaurant. Like, that was our everyday life before. Yes. Uh, stress went up, I think, for me when those supplies started going down. And I was like, no, 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 no. I buy these all the time. Like, why are they gone? Why are you guys buying them? <laughs> And I want to be like people that are currently running out and buying it. And, you know, there's such a rush on it at the moment. Were you not washing your hands before? Right. Like, was this not regular practice for you? For me, this not having some of the normal cleaning supplies or hand sanitizer. I mean, we're set on hand sanitizer. We had a little bit, fair amount before it all started. And then I went and got some more just to keep us up because we always have hand sanitizer and each kid has hand sanitizer in their backpack and in their lunchbox and Mm -hmm. they're everywhere in our lives so Lily's para bless her heart love Rosie uh 
apparently made a call to her brother who works at a local company that makes hand sanitizer and Rosie, I guess, told him, no, this is very serious. This is dire. I need it now and I need it at the school. So oh. they connect and they get like two massive gallon-sized things. And That's cool. Rosie not only disinfects for Lily, um, as per her IEP, but she was, I guess, just running around the school getting all the surfaces like a couple days before school let out for spring break. So Yay. Bless them. Right. Our local uh, distillery, Dry Fly, just got their FDA approval to make hand sanitizer with the byproduct, mm -hmm. I guess, of their alcohol, and they're calling it Spokanitizer. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> like it. Yeah. yeah. We have a distillery uh, just, you know, like 10 miles up the road, less than that, uh, that was making some of their own and hand handing it out yesterday kind of interesting like I kind of want to get one but right. I don't need to go out just for that yeah um it has been definitely cool to see some of uh how the community is reacting and the helping and the support and all of that that is going on in a lot of places that are helping out with resources for kids being home from school that are donating products for people that are helping uh elderly and vulnerable do their grocery shopping stuff like that that has been really cool to see in the community mm -hmm. I guess something I'm finding some perspective in is the stress that the world is feeling about COVID-19 um, maybe the other folks that don't walk days in our shoes can perhaps understand what it's like to be a medically complex family um, cause that stress is every day for us, mm -hmm. right? Like we're often leaving work cause we need to go care for somebody or doing home-based work like that gentleman sitting behind me so yes. that he's got a little bit of flexibility for taking uh, the kiddo to appointments and getting the kids out of school to go to appointments, constantly cleaning everything and even it's exhausting, but if you think about it, imagine having to do that for the duration of that individual's life and how exhausting that is. Mm -hmm. Or having this level of anxiety over any respiratory, at least, you know, in our world, any respiratory virus. Yeah. I know a lot of this is very similar to how our winters are mm -hmm. during cold and flu season. For me, we were like, okay, we know this routine. We know, nope, we're not going to that birthday party. Nope, we're not going to. Before we were restricted to home and social gatherings were officially restricted, we were still going, nope, we're not going to make it to that. We're not going to make it to that because we're playing our flu game. So. So do you think we're going to come through the other side of this and be back to, quote, normal life, end quote, as we knew it? Or do you think our community and the, you know, just the broader community as a whole uh, will have some sort of reformation of thoughts or approach on combating viruses. I can hope we all come out a little kinder, a little more compassionate for the rest of human beings and that, oh, I did not like 
spending however long this lasts. And hopefully a little that. cleaner. Maybe a little cleaner. Maybe everybody washes their hands a little more, gets a clip on, really cool to wear mama bear hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> we should like make it rain with those. You get right? hand sanitizer, you get hand sanitizer, you get hand sanitizer. One can only hope that we come out a little kinder, a little more compassionate, a little more understanding. We're in the, I guess, in the middle of a historical moment. Mm -hmm. And I saw a funny meme go around the other day that was like, I always wondered what people did during these like big historical moments that in the future, like students will be writing papers about laundry (laughs) is what they do and dishes. If you're my teenager, you're learning how to cook. Right? I'm not sure so, he likes that, but... Hopefully, when people look back and they talk about uh, the COVID-19 lockdown or whatever they call it in the future, it says that after we came out of it, we were a little nicer to each other. Knock on wood, let's hope. Right? Are you feeling like... You need to detox yourself off the news. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. And I have to be really careful about like which news articles I read. Right. Which sources it comes from. Because some of them are like, (gasps) trying to take that break from social media a little bit and news and just enjoy part of the day is always, always good because it can be so overwhelming. And you have to have a break from that. Mm-hmm. I liked this quote. The soul usually knows how to heal itself, but the challenge is to silence the mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially taking a detox from the news of, it's good to be informed, but, whoa, can get some anxiety and overthinking happening real quick. Yeah. Actually, that's our number one on tips. Look at us on transition. So, 13 tips uh, during a pandemic on coping. So, the first one is basically what we just talked about, finding a good balance between being informed but avoiding news and social media if that's what you're needing. Along the same line with that, just being careful about where you're getting your facts. You're getting them from a refutable source and it's not misinformation because there's a lot of misinformation and a lot of rumors Mm -hmm. out there right now so social distancing for some people they're naturally introverts maybe social distancing is coming easy to them but maybe for other folks it is not so uh, husband right (laughs) this is true luke needs his uh his peoples. Peoples. Needs his tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably important for any type of person just to stay connected with friends and family, especially during this time, and checking in on them. We are the sandwich generation, so we've got to be checking on other generations, right? Yeah, and there are great things you can use. I mean, I'm sitting here talking to Megan, and this is I mean, pretty normal for us talking on video because we live so far apart, but it works just as well with your family members across town or your friends across town, uh, using video calls to keep in touch, to be able to still see each other is super nice. Um, 
and safe way to to still be social with each other. My my employer is like having a, an awakening with Zoom and they're totally pushing using Zoom for your virtual meetings. And so there's some uh, slight bit of learning curve for other folks on Zoom. And I'm like, ah, easy peasy, no big deal. Maddie and I got it. We use that all the time. Right. Megan just needs to make sure she hits the right button sometimes. Luke has been here for work for two weeks now. So this is his second full week at work, um, which is super awesome because his boss was concerned about Matthew and didn't want him bringing anything home from the office. So he was told he could work from home pretty early on. And he's down here with my podcasting setup going, oh, I like the double screens and the video camera and the headphones and the mic. And I'm like, of course you do, because we're cool. Yeah, <laughs> we know Justin. how to do this. Justin works from home all the time so this working from home thing is not new for him he uh, just has extra co-workers now <laughs> office is, is crowded now um but he was doing a call the other day with an engineer and he was using the yeti mic i was like hey he just shrugs and laughs at me we know how to do this conversation thing over the uh, <laughs> over the video yeah so, and we want to thank everybody who is practicing social distancing and staying home and helping keep everybody safe. Uh, so what are, if you guys have any tips, please share them on any of our social media pages on how you are still staying in contact with your friends and family and practicing social distancing. I think another big one uh, is exercise. Still being, keeping active and that blood moving through your body. So going for a walk, planting a garden. We're getting into that time of year. Um, for those in apartments, but that might not be an option. There are lots of online workout routines that you can do. YouTube is full of ones too. And you don't need a whole lot of equipment for a lot of them. Are the kids taking this in stride? Are they finding moments to laugh? Oh, yes. Good. And I feel like kids are so resilient with things. They're just like, okay, here we go. New adventure. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And are kind of at it. And my kids are also pretty young, so they don't understand a lot of what's going on. We watched Osmosis Jones the other day with uh, Bill Murray and Chris Rock. And it explained to them in their way on how the big bad germs kind of work and what the body does to fight it with the white blood cells and all that kind of stuff. So that was our version of science one day was to learn about germs. And that's about where they're at comprehension wise is that it's a big bad germ. Mine are understanding it. Um, the teenager and I were talking about limiting exposures and if we're gonna go out of the house, making smart decisions on what and why we're going out despite what he really wanted to do. Uh, and Lily most definitely is understanding when the news talks about at-risk populations that that is defining her. She very much understands that. So she understands why we're all staying in. Um, we're fine. We're playing lots and lots of board games, which we tend to do um, in the winter. Maybe not quite this many but in the winter or especially between like Christmas and New Year's we'll really pull out the board games. So for sure during that time um, 
finding moments to laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. And there is lots of laughter when it comes to playing games with kids. So my kids learned how to play the card game War this week, mm. which I remember sitting and playing with my siblings for hours and they've loved it. And I can hear them from the other room laughing and it's the best part of my day. Best part of my day. I'm getting cuddle time from both of them at the same time in the morning. And then when the Cincinnati Zoo is doing their Facebook live. We love the Cincinnati Zoo. Right. So I'm getting double cuddle time from both. And that hasn't happened for many years. And especially with the older one, uh, not really into cuddling these days, but I will take all the cuddles I can get. Right. Just so good. Cincinnati Zoo has been big for my kids. They've loved checking in and seeing what the new animal is each day. The other one that we've started is explore.org, which has live animal cams all across the world for different kinds of animals. And yesterday we got to watch a lion at a watering hole in the middle of the night in Africa, and they've enjoyed that too. Mine stay quiet for two hours watching Science Mom and Math Dad. So shout out to those awesome parents who are providing good content for kiddos. Um, and teachers that are doing story time in the mornings and mm-hmm. stuff. Was serenaded from John Legend this morning on the Today Show. That was nice. Nice. Josh Gad is reading bedtime stories through his Instagram and Twitter, I Love believe. Him. I know. Who doesn't want to hear Olaf read you a bedtime story? (laughs) You working on current hobbies or are you going to take up a new hobby during this homebound time? Um, I am going to finish unpacking my house. I don't know if we call that a hobby there, Maddie. (laughs) But uh, I was showing Megan earlier the space we have is our office here is a pretty big room and so I got to set up my craft table last weekend as we're trying to find more space in our basement for the kids to be able to like have a lego area to just go and do some creative time with legos so I got to pull out a lot of my craft stuff so I'm excited because they've been in boxes for two years when we're in transition and then under construction and then just we hit the ground running with life when we finally got into the house And so it's not been a priority to unpack craft stuff. So I pulled out my sewing machine. I'm so excited. So I'm going to craft again. And so, yes, how about you? Um, Do we call scouting a hobby? Oh, sure. I guess I'm finding a little bit more time to work on some scout stuff for both the Girl Scout troop I lead and the Boy Scout troop that I... Uh, and am committee chair for. Um, so tomorrow I'm hosting like a virtual classroom for the Boy Scouts to work on some rank stuff. Um, I wouldn't call it a new hobby because it obviously I've been a scout mom for geez six seven years now, but I'm time, finding time to be more involved. So uh, I guess something that does fill my cup is. Um, giving time and effort to help kids learn. I love it. My, ho- I'm, my hope is to teach Miranda how to sew during this. It's a good life skill to have. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. I should read 
but depends how long we're locked up. <laughs> I, I might, there's a couple books on my shelf that are calling my name. I will try to get to them. Our goal is also to do some yard work. When we bought the house, the backyard was a huge jungle and it's been little by little each year trying to get it under control. So hopefully some yard work. If you are somebody who enjoys learning online, now would be the perfect time to look around and find a class. There's tons of free classes online. Yeah, free offerings that might not have been free before. Mm-hmm. And we all have a little bit more time on our hands now. I saw a meme. You mean I have to cook every night? This is going to go on every day? And why do kids eat so much during the day at home? Because they graze. Oh, man. I saw one thing a mom posted in a group I was in, and she has, like, little colored containers, like, from the dollar store, probably. And she puts the snacks for the day in there and their water bottle. And once the snacks are gone, they get no more snacks. So if they eat all their snacks in the morning, then they're done. But all the snacks that are available to them during the day are in the little container on the counter. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I might have to do that because my kids want to eat all day long. It's like a trough. It's readily available. I think we'll be implementing that. One thing with the school is we've had to, as you probably have to, figure out where school takes place in our house, mm-hmm. how that looks, and or how dining room table. The parents can still work while school is going on. We are using the dining room table as well. And the home office uh, for Justin is in the basement. So now his home office has three other humans <laughs> occupying the space and currently the dog. And I'm podcasting with an audience today. Woo-hoo. That might be a first. Other than the puppy. The teenager is waving at me like, hi, I'm your audience, me over here. <laughs> uh, so lots of us have kids at home and are trying to navigate work during the day. So again, if you have any tips on what you are doing that has seemed to be awesome that you might want to share feel free to send it out on our social media on this post. Uh, We would love to hear what kind of tips you guys are using and doing to help keep education going and work also going. I think another big one is making sure that we're getting enough sleep. I don't know about you guys, but we're sleeping more. That's kind of nice. I like not having to use the alarm clock function on my cell phone. I shut that puppy off. Nice. Luke has not figured that out. His alarm clock is still going off every morning. I'm not sure why. No, as soon as I realized we were home and home, 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 home. Hi, shut that puppy off. I kind of like it. I turned off my alarms to pick up the children from school. I don't know that we're doing the best at getting the kids to bed at a reasonable time. They're kind of taking this as every day is a Saturday bedtime. We've kind of shifted. We'll work on that. We're normally a seven to seven kind of like seven up at seven in the morning, bed about seven, seven thirty at night because my kids are still pretty little. We're kind of more eight to eight now, which is nice. It seems to fit everybody's natural rhythm a little bit better. Right. Get outside if you can, even if it's just a 
patio or a balcony if you're in an apartment or condo uh, make sure you soak up a little bit of that sunshine if you have sunshine do you have snow we have sunshine today we had rain and thunder last night which was weird to hear thunder in march um no we don't have snow there are other parts of iowa that do have snow though i saw that there might be snow going through your way and i was like oh my gosh it was weird yesterday because i was getting a text from my mom that lives on the other side of iowa saying she's getting snow at the same time as there's a tornado watch south of me oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, the world's weird right now weird weird open up those windows get some fresh air all that fun stuff soak up some sunshine if you can we're gonna go out and go for a walk this afternoon luke is off today so we're gonna soak it up and get out as a family enjoy mother nature i would say try to find small moments to um not just rest but recoup your thoughts and recoup your schedule if it's gotten crazy or well not schedules crazy that's not the right term if your schedule has gotten unmanageable because of all the variables that have changed the make grounding. it a grounding grounding yeah there we go make it a point to be grounded get yourself grounded if things are feeling a little out of sorts mm-hmm. trying to think is there anything else tip wise or resource wise i think we touched on this a little bit earlier but sometimes uh helping others during uncertainty is a way you can fill your own resilience cup uh specifically those um that are at high risk you know again back to the sandwich generation thing um Maybe there there are those in your community who need you that are in a generation older than you and that you helping them can be a way that you're also helping yourself. We still have to go out for groceries and we have two neighbors in their 80s. And so this week I went and knocked on their doors and said, I'm going to the grocery store this day to pick up our groceries. What can I pick up for you while I'm there? In hopes that they stay home and stay safe and healthy. So... Did they take you up on it? One of them did. And one of them had just done, his wife had just done their grocery shopping. Um, But I told him I'd let him know again the next time I was going to be going out for groceries. So if they needed anything, I was glad to help out and pick those up for them. Very nice. nice. And it does. It feels, okay, I still get to help. I still get to do something like that. So I would just say that because there is so much uncertainty around this pandemic, it's clear we need to avoid the virus, uh, but we can do our part by staying mentally healthy during this time. And these were just some tips to try to keep sanity uh, in a good spot for you uh, and make sure that you're caring for yourself, both physically, getting out and getting moving, and then but also mentally during this time. You should do it all the time, but... Uh, now is probably a little bit more of a priority to ensure we've got health of all aspects going on for ourselves. 
many of you have probably seen the Facebook frames going around that say, only the vulnerable will be at risk. Your only is my everything. So for many of us, we have a child or a loved one that is consider considered the vulnerable population, or many cases, somebody in this community themselves is the vulnerable person. And continuing to hear only the vulnerable will be at risk, only the vulnerable will be at risk is, is hard when so much of your love is for only the vulnerable. And it's like, but, or you're that only. Yeah. Or you are the vulnerable one and the only seems a little bit minimizing. Yes. Right. Um, so I am amazed at how many of them have come through not thinking like that would be a person that would put that as their profile picture, but it's wives of one of my friends, her husband has severe asthma and has been told that he's considered high risk because of the respiratory aspect. And it's like, Oh, I didn't think about, I didn't think about that. And seeing how many people on my Facebook have put that frame up just shows that the vulnerable population is so much bigger than people are actually understanding. Well, that goes back to representation. We've talked about this before. Representation matters. Mm -hmm. This has been a good eye opener to let others know. And I think one of my favorite things that I have seen is from our awesome rare disease friend, Katie Stevens. And she said, you can do hard things. And she said that multiple times over the last week. It's like, this can, this is hard right now for a lot of people, but you can do hard things. True that, Katie. True that. Well, we will call this one a wrap. We hope you and yours stay healthy, stay in the house as we should be, but stay healthy. Take care. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for joining us and listening to Two Rare Mama Bears, a Cure CMD podcast, where these two mama bears will leave no stone unturned because failure is not an option. This podcast is nothing without you, our listeners. We welcome your feedback and topic suggestions. Please interact with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, where you will find us, Two Rare Mama Bears. Please subscribe to our podcast to receive notifications of new episodes and give us a rating or review. We would like to thank the talented individuals who keep us on task and make this podcast sound great, Luke Manley and Justin Meyer, respectively. The views expressed in this recording do not represent the opinion of Cure CMD or your podcast provider. Medical research, legal, or financial opinions or advice expressed in this podcast should not be substituted or interpreted as professional advice. Please consult your healthcare provider or other appropriate professional regarding any health-related or other concerns.